Welcome to the Alberta Printer Podcast, where we celebrate self-employment in Alberta. I'm your host, Jason Bacon. I'm an author, founder, and longtime lover of entrepreneurship. Through my career, I've been able to advise hundreds of self-employed individuals across the province, and I've always been inspired by their stories. That's where the podcast comes in. We're going to be digging into the stories of those people, and in particular, the graduates of the self-employment training program. For those who don't know, this is a program in partnership with the province of Alberta as well as the government of Canada, and it provides training and support to entrepreneurs who are unemployed or underemployed. And if you qualify for funding, it won't cost you anything but time. You may even receive funding while you take it. In particular, this podcast is focused on the graduates of the ExecuServe Plus training program in Lethbridge. They've been graduating entrepreneurs for more than 20 years and continue to do so. Something that I always say, and is the lesson of my book, Entrepreneur-ish, is that entrepreneur is a verb, not a noun. It's not a title, but a set of actions. And it's in that spirit that we're talking about the stories and actions of the people around you who have taken that leap of faith and tried to make it on their own. Let's get to it. Welcome to episode three of the Alberta Printer podcast. Uh, the title of today's episode uh, is "I love, I love it." Uh, nobody knows what they're doing. Uh, it's it's quickly become my favorite thing to go through and, and come up with titles with the guests uh, based on what they know their experience is, and uh, today's no exception to that. Uh, I, I've known Tim for. I feel like years, honestly, uh, in, in one form or another, because he's always been a part of those entrepreneur circles. And, and what I have always loved about, about Tim and the way that he approaches entrepreneurship is, you know, anyone that's listened to this before or has heard me ramble about entrepreneurship, uh, knows that I'm a big believer that it's a verb, not a noun. It, it describes a set of actions. And Tim's one of those guys that is in action, right? And is, is, is constantly doing that as opposed to just talking about it. Which is sometimes a trap people fall into. So, Tim, welcome uh, to Alberta Preneur. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Jason. Yeah, I'm really excited for this, and and I want to jump into to your story right away here. And you know, we're we're really like the focus of this, as as we talked a little bit about, is to talk about those people that have gone through the self employment training program. And I want to talk about first, where were you beforehand? Like, what was that thing that maybe led you into entrepreneurship? First off, what was that turning point? And how did you even get to the the self employment program? Let's let's start there. Uh, totally. So I had a sales job with a startup. Um, so they were doing marketing. I was doing sales for them. And uh, in that kind of development of that career, I um, met an accountant. And that accountant is how I connected eventually to um, the employment training. So um, how I took that leap. Hey, well, I got, I got to know the why startup, man? Like you're, why go to a startup and do sales specifically? Because a lot um, of people would shy away from doing that. The big reason was I was already in sales. So um, really, this kind of came down to a customer interaction. I was pretty young at the time and um, yeah. wanted to go to, to secondary school quite badly, but just also felt like, man, that's such a commitment. And I don't know what I want to do for the next 20, 30, 40 years. Um, I don't want to I don't want to be an accountant or a lawyer if I'm not going to love it. And I don't know if I'm going to love it if I don't do it. And uh, I just couldn't totally picture myself doing the work. And I had never thought about like marketing before. And one day a customer came in and, and he was like, hey, you know what? You're a marketing person. Like you need to look into marketing. You need to go to school for marketing. Like 
you've got it written all over you. So I was like, you know what? I've never thought of it before. And that night I just went home and Googled marketing. What is marketing about? And then you get a bunch of stuff on Steve Jobs. I was like, I would love to be Steve Jobs. This is sweet. <laughs> and um, totally. yeah, I searched marketing Lethbridge and there was one company that popped up. And so it was like, hey, I walked in and was like, hey, I, I want a job. <laughs> and uh, and then I got to that's live cool. out kind of, hey, that's what that career could look like uh, in marketing at this startup. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah, really that, cool that's experience. Why, is it was really just kind of you know you you make things happen and um, yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't really get to answer why outside of it was. <laughs> it was I the firmly believe that shows. though, you know. Yeah, it does, and I I am a big believer. I always say like life's defined in moments and refined in time. And you had a moment yeah. that was significant to you that pushed you in a direction, and you embraced it, right? Which is tough enough. Totally. Totally. So you, you um, go to this startup and what's next? Yeah, so we so we worked there and that's when I, I really got to see the the boots on the ground struggle of a startup. So you're dealing with you always tight on cash, always looking for that that next thing, always trying to uncover why isn't this working how I thought it would. And that's that's a lot of fun. Um, especially when you're oh, yeah, yeah. because you see that tight loop of okay, hey, we thought this product was gonna do X. Let's go talk to a customer. Let's go see what they say, have to say about it. And that's so different than what you think it's going to be. Um, Absolutely. And so, yeah, like I got to see that iteration very quickly. And and marketing is one that's very creative based, which means realistically you're coming up with a product every single day. A, a new pitch in the marketing world is a new product. So you really get to see um, that evolution quite quickly. And yeah, that culminated in doing a product launch that we kind of put a bunch of time and, and money into developing up a, a new product for this marketing company. And I got to do most of the analysis on that and, and do the projection on it, which kind of took me to my first uh, step in business ownership. That's really cool. And I'm I'm really actually glad that you made that connection because I, I remember once when I was working in, in big business, right? And we went through this training about product management and the whole time I was like, they're just describing entrepreneurship. They're just describing what entrepreneurs do in terms of finding value, totally. creating something like a minimum viable product and, and and going out there and getting feedback and iterating, right? So I'd love to see that connection. Totally. Yeah. No, that's so, totally what it is. Yeah, it is, right? So and, and I know that's something you have a lot of experience in. And so what's that what's that full on push that made you go from I'm gonna work for a startup to I'm gonna be a startup? So that came kind of at, like I was only at the startup for about a year. And at the end of the year, <clears throat> I, I watched these guys develop a product that was their baby. It was their dream to make this product. And, sure. and, and that's infectious to be around someone who's super passionate an entrepreneur who's passionate about what they're doing. Like that's, that's a lot of energy to be uh, around and it's exciting. Absolutely. Yeah. By the end of that year, I had my baby um, and it was like, okay, hey, this is a product I want to launch. And, um, they weren't, they weren't that passionate about it. They, they weren't excited about that. My bosses at the time. And so when I presented it to them, it was kind of like a, no, we're not going to do that. And, um, for me, that was, that was super discouraging. Um, because it was kind of like, Hey, no, these guys, these guys are my idols. These guys are entrepreneurs. These guys are my bosses. Like they know how to do business and I do not. But that night I went home and I, I did a bunch of research and I just, I wasn't, I, I perhaps too arrogant, too, too naive to 
all of yeah. the above um, to accept yeah. the fact that I was wrong. I went yeah. home, did a bunch of research and I was like, no, like this, honestly, my product, in my opinion, is better than this product that I just spent six months making, making for them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I took it back to them and they were like, you know what? All this shows us is that you think you're smarter than us. And I, I didn't think that like, that was very much so the opposite of like, okay, Hey, like I'm yeah. trying to validate this. That's in my not, own that's head not you at all, man. That's not work. you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, um, but, it, but it did kind of click of the like, Oh, like they don't know what they're doing either. Like realistically, why, why would I be taking their opinion over there? It's like, we just, I just saw them go through their product and I saw it. Um, I don't want to say fail, but like, real opposition once it goes to like okay we made the yeah. investment we got what we needed to and now we're trying to go yeah. and sell it and you know what those that real world experience doesn't quite line up with an excel document yeah and yep. um, totally so yeah that was the push out right then in that meeting i decided okay well then i'm going to do it on my own yeah that's a significant moment i think when you realize you, that oh my god everyone's just kind of like <laughs> you might think that they have it all together right and that they know what's best because they've seen the success but to have that self-confidence to be like no they're wrong they don't i like i'm confident in this that takes that takes a lot of guts yeah and um yeah i don't want to give myself too much credit in the way of like confidence or naivety you know like at that point i didn't know what i didn't know um so you know, <laughs> totally. But I think the key that you said is you went home and did your research. And I think that that sometimes totally. is a piece that's missing in the equation, right? Agreed. Um, yeah. And and that's, you know, largely experience based too. Like when, I, if I look back at, okay, the research I did that night, you know, by today's standards of what I would consider a, a fully fledged <laughs> business plan, that wouldn't, yeah. That wouldn't quite live up to it. Yeah. Which, like that experience yeah. piece is very valuable. And I don't want to gloss over the like, hey, totally. blind, blind passion and confidence cannot sustain you in an entrepreneurial no. world. Like that's that's no, not enough. Not but it is no. like without it, you don't start. So there is a little bit of kind yeah. of like a a negotiation between the like, this is the smart thing you should do. And then hopefully you do something that you shouldn't. Um, and in the process of fixing that mistake, you find a new and better way to do it is almost how it kind of unfolds. Right. A hundred percent agree. Strategies and knowing what not to do. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and I love that idea of its, its iteration and it's, and I know like you've seen a lot of even change, right. In terms of your entrepreneur journey. So you, you launch this product, you go through the self-employment program. What, what was your biggest takeaway from that, from that training when you took it? Totally. Well, so the first thing I knew was like, okay every business person has an accountant. So I went and talked to that accountant. I knew that was very first thing. And she was like, okay, Hey, like <laughs> hiring an accountant is a good first step, but you're missing a million other things. So you need to go and take this entrepreneurial training. So, so that's how I got yeah. connected in. And I'm, I'm really glad I reached out to, to that. Cause you're right. You don't really know anything about the legal liability side, even financial documents and statements. It's like, you know what, you don't, you can't, you can't just say, Oh, that's my accountant. And then they're going to look after everything to the same level that you as an owner mm -hmm. is going to like, it's just, you, you need to be literate in all of these things and then work with the totally. professionals to, to, to augment the fact that you will run out of hours. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was super important. So yeah, so I went through the training, <clears throat> came out the other side and launched my, my own marketing business focused on a lot of the digital stuff. So 
2016, it wasn't as common. Social media managers weren't that common. Google AdWords yeah. wasn't as big and mainstream. Um, yeah. So that's what I had focused on. And and then, yeah, I ran into the same thing that everyone does, which is, okay, my Excel document said X. Running out onto the streets, oh, I, I haven't made any money for, for six months. I, I, you know, I'm struggling to get customers. And, um, yeah, you, you just kind of keep changing. You keep reinventing the product. You keep honestly getting out there. Um, I think that that yeah. was the biggest piece for me was just like being out in the community. Um, like when I'm talking about changing my products, what it often came down to is, okay, let's, let's see if I can price it a bit different. Let's see if I can, you know, mm-hmm. rename it to see if I can, you know, make it smaller, make it a little bit bigger. All of that looking back didn't really make as much of a difference as getting in front of more people. So if I think back to Absolutely. month two being in business and I was excited about getting in front of a new person kind of every week, because I, like, I didn't know that many people locally. And, um, you know, fast forward six months and you you do the breakfast clubs and you start to make a bit of a name for yourself. You have a customer uh, that, that grows exponentially. And now you're kind of pitching yeah. to eight people a week instead of, you know, four people a month. And you just keep snowballing, keep snowballing. And then you have you have more at bats to, to win, you know, deals and opportunities. Yeah, I, I love that. And the, the whole idea of, and it, it really ties nicely in. So thanks for doing that to what I was talking about earlier with the whole idea that it's it's a verb and the, it, it's an action and you got to get out there, which is sometimes the most difficult thing because when you do have those conversations and you do have someone that says no, or I don't see the value, mm-hmm. that's a tough thing to come back from, right? Um, what, what did you do? I mean, because like you said, you hit those those barriers sometimes where you're thinking, am I even doing the right thing? What How did you get through those moments? Um, honestly, not well. Um, so yeah. like, yeah, you get a lot of no's. And so me being young, that was a, Oh, I'm, I'm too expensive. So, okay, let's yeah. try and pitch to the next person at 10% less. All right. Let's pitch to the next person at 10% less. And then a year goes by and I found myself now I have a ton of clients. Now I have a ton of work. I'm hardly making any money and I'm working 16 hours a day. Um, and so you, you do exactly what it was is I burnt out and you know, you have a mental breakdown and then you have to drop half your clients anyway. So it's, yeah. um, you know, in, in hindsight, you really do need that fit. You need to find that right person that values the product. And that does yeah. take a bunch of no's. Um, yeah. So, you know, it, I, I think that's kind of a personal that's kind of going back to that, like, okay, you, you need a little bit of ignorance in order to, yeah. to kind of go through and, and make that um, yeah. because you, you do need to be flexible on, on price. Like maybe your value proposition is a little bit off. Maybe you, you do need to yeah. offer your product at a lower price to be competitive, Yeah. but also yeah. maybe last purchase isn't the place to sell it. Maybe, yeah. um, 16 year olds aren't your target audience maybe business owners aren't your target audience so it's you know you got there's just so many variables there's infinite variables that you're dealing with and you really have to trust your gut as to what it is um but then in addition to trusting your gut you you really need um advice from experience so you you get a lot of advice from experience and then you trust your gut going forward yeah, I, I totally agree with you. And and actually, this uh, there's this idea in, uh, in my book I talk about of intuitive judgment. 
And it's the ability to make ration decisions that make sense without having to go through that thought process of actually thinking about it and the time that it takes, right? And so it's that that go with your gut, but for reasons, right? Not not emotional necessarily, but that are actually grounded due to experience, whether it's interaction with clients, interaction with markets, interaction with other people that are helping you, right? Totally. And honestly, anyone who knows me knows that of... You know, I have an Excel spreadsheet somewhere about something. Because, like, honestly, if you make the same decision <laughs> three times a day, like, I do, I do overthink things. Um, and I love to take it back to, okay, let's go to, like, very first principles. And, like, man, is that slow to make a decision yeah. based on, okay, are all the fundamentals intact? Um, which is why I like to do that once. Let's do it one time. Let's put it in Excel. Let's make this a calculator or a template. And then yeah. you, you can you can have the the faith that those fundamentals are still intact, um, sure. but you don't have to dive so deep into the details. Yeah, I love that. And and I love that. You know, it's funny because you talk about Excel and you love it of it. And then one of your first steps as an entrepreneur was to go and talk to an accountant. Like you were seeking out a kindred <laughs> spirit almost. <laughs> Which is funny. I said, my, my sister's what? an accountant and she uses Excel for everything, man. She's got an Excel template for everything. Yeah. It, it's oh, it, it. it is funny and it's it's kind of true so like I, I even said that already once that i was like man i didn't want to be an accountant i took like yeah. an accounting course and um yeah like I, I scored super well and everyone's like oh you're gonna be an accountant and i was like no why on earth would i be an accountant that's got that's got to be a really <laughs> boring job um but like it is super important to to business absolutely Someone, um absolutely Oh, I, I don't know who said it, but yeah, it's the, the language of business is what they called it. And and realistically, that is the case. Um, so you do need to to watch out for that. But it's definitely not all of business. I, I like oh, totally. the creation totally. side of it a little bit too much to just be looking at numbers all day. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it goes back to that idea of it's one of those components in your business that sometimes you don't even realize that you need to do, right? And like whether it's the legal, the insurance, anything like that, sometimes you don't even see those things and you just want to do the thing you love, right? And and that can be tough. Yeah. So I want to know, like, as you since then, uh, what's what what are you doing now? What's what does your entrepreneur life look like in today's world? Yeah, so things took a big change. So marketing company, um, we grew that exactly that pain point that we had of okay, you know, you're you price yourself too low, and then eventually you you can't find work. Um, mm-hmm. I partnered up with someone earlier in that journey, so someone who is still you know full of ignorance of <laughs> hey, let's charge seven times more than what I was charging at that current time, and offer yeah. about half of that. Um, and they didn't really have the experience to actually deliver on on the products. But the two of us combined, oh, it was, okay, let's see, let's see if we can get these rates. Um, you know, we can take care of product delivery because, you know, built kind of the systems templates involved with, with delivering these products. And yeah, and yeah we had, we had a lot of fun. Um, so we partnered up, we grew that business. We, we started a second office in Calgary and yeah, it's, it, you know, by, by the traditional markers, I would say it was relatively successful. Um honestly uh, we got a little bit bored of okay we're we're kind of at this point now where we're doing the same thing day in day out um me specifically on, on the the service end it was i don't know if i can make websites all day i don't know if i can do social media ads all day um because yeah. you know what this might be a, a trend like we're talking all of this happened over the course of 
two, three years. And yeah, I was hundred percent worried that, okay, am I going to finish this startup and not be able to do anything else? <laughs> uh, so I was looking to kind of expand and, and just learn new things. And mm-hmm. uh, my partner wanted to keep going full gas on, on what we were doing. And so we, we split up. So he bought me out and I was looking for my next thing and real estate opened, opened up. So my brother actually was still in Lethbridge and he was a commercial real estate broker, um, a very successful one. And uh, he wanted to take a leap into doing a little bit more ownership and development. And so we linked up and uh, now we, we've done some since 2018. And that's what I spend all day doing. Yeah. And you did, you worked on the branding and marketing of that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's how that started was, okay, um, doing all the branding, marketing, and then transition now into, because, you know, you really only need one logo and one website. I don't need to do that every month. Um, yeah. Transition a little bit into kind of like the product development side of how do we, you know, turn turn what we do into an engine of templates and calculators and a product that we can duplicate going forward yeah i i love that and it's it's almost like this almost recurring brand that is occurring even though we're just three episodes in but i see it in a lot of entrepreneurs that i talk to is the idea that every step even that you've outlined today uh, each of these moments has naturally in hindsight built into the next almost right yeah and that you built these skills that aid you in the next step and the next step and the next step right and i love that about entrepreneurship because i think that's that that's what it's all about right 100 yeah so what i know that like you worked a lot on the product development with like the post say so tell me what's going on with the post because that's i love that space totally so post is the downtown post office building in lethbridge which that's obviously how we named it post um yeah like it's a 112 year old building that has like the cra office in it for couple of decades so it's just this old worn down government like think of the tower building office ever (laughs) that's kind of what the whole inside (laughs) of this building used to look like because it's the cra and it it was actually an auditing division of cra if you could make it even worse it was they did audits so it It was was very dank and dark (laughs) totally and then okay contrast that on the outside so like my office is in this building now and like I've never been in a building before where you look at the window and people are taking pictures of your building. Like that is a yeah. good feeling of like, wow, like this, you know, you, you're in a building that speaks to people when they walk past it. And so we just kind of took that historic element of the, of the clock tower and tried to reimagine, okay, what would that, if you were going to build this clock tower today, what would it look like? What, what materials, what finishes, what, how does this feel? How does it make you feel? And then, we renovated the whole building under that kind of principle of okay cool amenities like let's put a gym in the basement let's not do any locks let's make it all like smart locks so that can like go wirelessly from your phone you don't need to carry keys around uh let's let's do shared amenity rooms for like boardrooms and meeting rooms and like a really nice lounge realistically let's just invest a lot of money into this place and and make it um really nice I, I, you know, cause I've been through it, uh, obviously when you guys did that, uh, almost like a soft launch. Right. And I love the vibe of it. And, you know, you talk a lot about getting out there and taking action. And I think environment's a big component of that and having been that person that's done 
that home business that makes that's tough sometimes man and i i love that that has the concept of go out and be with people that are like-minded right because action begets action right 100 and cool and that's kind of fundamental to the post is to like okay let's exactly what we just said it's one tenant cra they take a bunch of floors and they're all of the floors well that's yeah. the exact yeah. opposite of what we did is let's let's put an internal street through the building and let's divide this up so that we can get 10 people in the building yeah. and and yeah. hopefully have them all interact and then well you know this jason but that that hybrid workspace is that even yeah. further which is okay let's see if we can get 100 people in here and totally. uh, and and get this entrepreneur community going of okay let's we have this amazing platform let's see yeah. if we can get people in it and 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 using it so yeah that is exciting yeah. and it's construction is slow which is a little bit going back to what <laughs> i was talking about with marketing and it's kind of like okay yeah. hey, i've got this idea for a pitch okay well that idea yeah. that pitch takes you a day and the the creative element of that takes a couple of weeks to put together of you know yeah. this is the product construction you're dealing with a timeline of a, a year to to build out internals of a unit and uh, the yeah. building itself like this has been a two and a half three year project so it's you know yeah. you're dealing with a much longer timeline like in that three years COVID happened so it's like you, you're dealing with a lot more <laughs> variability and those conversations you had at day one are now different three years later so yeah that, that's yeah. Uh, a fun because uh, I mean, you it is. And you go back to, you know, I, I even wrote it down because I loved it when you were talking earlier about really it's that iteration and just being able to adapt as the world happens around you because mm-hmm. the, the, there's no other option, right? There's no other option. I love that. Yeah, exactly. Adapt, adapt, adapt. Um, I, I think that's uh, a great place to to end it here, Tim. If, if anyone wants to get connected, maybe they want to check out the post or, or see what's going on. How do they do that? Yeah, so you can see everything going on at the post at postyql.com. Um, or you can come check out summers at summers.ca. S-U-M-U-S.ca. Awesome. We'll make sure that we uh, share some of that stuff out too. But uh, thank you so much, uh, Tim, for being here. I really love this conversation. Uh, it, it's a constant reminder for me that even me, people I deal with sometimes, nobody knows what they're doing. Uh, so thanks for a great conversation. <laughs> thank you, Jason. If, uh, if you or anyone that you know could benefit from the self-employment training program, please connect them with us or ExecuServe Plus. The best way probably is to visit the Albertapreneur website or just call ExecuServe at 403-320-5604. One of the things that I'm fond of saying is that an entrepreneur does, on average, seven jobs in their business. One of those is marketing, but it's something that business owners struggle with, especially in the digital age. So if you need assistance, the Digital Service Squad may be able to help you out. Available to business organizations all across Alberta, as long as you're registered in the province, have between zero and 49 employees, the Digital Service Squad will connect you with experts one-on-one and pay for up to five hours of support, whether it's search engine optimization, website design, social media marketing or an overall overview of what you do for that digital side of your business if you're in the lethbridge region and you're interested in the digital service squad you can go to community futures lethbridge website fill out a form and get connected with those experts today you don't have to go it alone